Hey guys, it's Jordan. Before we get to today's show, which man, today is so good. One of the longest podcasts we have ever had. We wanted to remind you guys and invite you to our fearless community. Every single week on Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights, we meet as a community. Me, Ross, the boss, conservative aunt, and our entire group of members we meet, we strategize, we study and learn the Constitution together. We have so many events throughout the entire week that we want to invite you and be a part of. If you want to support Speak Truth Without Fear, if you want to support Ross the Boss, Conservative Ant, myself, and you want to meet other like-minded individuals, I encourage you guys, there's a link in this description, and click on the Fearless Community and become a member today. We can't wait to see you. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, and boy, do we have a episode for you today, because we got the one and only Andy Frisilla on with us, with me and Ross. We talk about the New World Order, we talk about the Constitution, how to take our country back, and why it's so important to use our voice. But listen, if this is your first time here, please give us a subscribe, share the podcast, because man, today's information is so good. It's the longest podcast we have ever done. So let's get to it. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. What up, fam? We got another episode of Speak Truth Without Fear, and today... And I'm excited about tonight because it's good. Ross, it's, we're going to have a good conversation oh, today, gonna aren't we? Oh, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be real AF, I'll tell you. Uh, before we before we introduce Andy, uh, I'm just going to real quick read out his bio. He doesn't need it. He, bro, Andy, you don't even need a bio, but we're gonna, I'm going to give it to everybody anyways. Andy Frisella is the CEO of First Form, a nutritional supplemental company takes in over $175 million in revenue a year. Uh, bro, we're and, way uh, past that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to do, do close. You need to update your website then, yeah, bro. Yeah, we're going to do close to $800 million this year. Damn. Jeez. That was like that was from like four years ago. Okay. So there's been a change in the finances, yeah. but that's what I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into because you've expanded the business and your mindset, everything. But this guy is the creator of, if you guys listen, you probably heard of the 75 hard challenge before or the real AF podcast. He's the creator of both. And uh, Andy, dude, it's an honor to have you on the show. It's an honor to be here, guys. Seriously. So, um, dude, I want to first talk about like, I mean, with everything that's going on in the country right now, and I, you know, I've read your book, man, and you're, you're the way that you were raised. You weren't, you didn't come from a rich family. You, I mean, you struggle with depression. You struggle with anxiety. You struggle with a lot of things growing up. And right now in this country, we have this issue of this victim mindset, and people blame it on white privilege, and they blame everything. Um, I mean, what, what? was it for you that really took you to that place where you kind of came to that awareness of, man, if I don't make the change myself, um, I'm going to be staying in exactly where I am for forever. Um, I mean, what was that moment for you? And that kind of brought you to that awareness? Well, look for me, man. Um, 
You know, I, I always wanted to be successful. I grew up uh, selling baseball cards, going door to door, selling light bulbs and candy and everything, dude. Lemonade, snow cones. Uh, that started when I was like eight. So for me, <clears throat> I've always been interested in entrepreneurship and, you know, becoming successful as an entrepreneur. Um, it was just always what I knew I I was going to do. It wasn't something like I was never interested in school. I wasn't, I didn't want to become an astronaut. I didn't want to become a doctor. I didn't want to, I wanted to, I wanted to build companies. And, um, that started when I was young. And so, you know, for me growing up, uh, that was just always my focus and it was my identity from when I was a little kid. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, I think I didn't have an option, man. You know, I think what it comes down to is I just didn't have an option to um, to do anything other than than work my ass off and 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 whatever got in my way, I had to overcome it. And it, it was never an option for me. It was never like, oh man, uh, you know, this bad thing happened to me, and I wasn't, I can't do this. That's not how I ever looked at anything. I looked at things like this. Like when bad things happen to me, I'm like, well, uh, okay. I'm going to overcome it. I'm going to figure out how to not make that same mistake again. I'm going to make an investment in my skill set and I'm going to keep moving. And that's what's always, it's always been that way. So I never really gave myself an option of what I was going to do in life other than become a successful entrepreneur. Um, right. And, and that's, that's, that's it, man. I mean, that's what's really the dopamine? it. What's the dopamine for you? What's the thing that makes you go, I got to get it. I got to get it. Well, it changed. It, it changes. Um, you know, when I was young, uh, it was cars. Okay. Uh, when I was a little bitty kid, I was eight years old. I saw a Lamborghini and it, it intrigued me and it was something that I loved. And uh, so I always was driven by a passion for cars. Right. So when I started my bit, I had a number of failed businesses before I actually started uh, this company. When I, I started when I was 19, um, you know, it, 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 for the beginning, it, it, and I think this is this way for every entrepreneur, man. You know, every successful entrepreneur that continues to be successful, um, their, their, their cause and their wants and their desires and their drive evolve over time. And so in the beginning, right. it was personal wealth. It was I wanted to make money. I wanted to, you know, be successful. I wanted to do all those things that you, people think about when they think about that. But as you become that, and as you start to achieve that, uh, you start to become uh, less impressed by those things, and you start to notice right. other things that actually really matter a lot more, um, like the 400 people that I have that work here, that all have right. careers, and all have jobs, and all have incomes, and then the thousands of people that work remotely for us that are all paying their bills. And seeing those people achieve their dreams and seeing those people come up uh, and, and buy a house or start to live a life that they dreamed of uh, within our right. umbrella of, of companies, that's that's what it is for me now. So, um, you know, I started this company 23 years ago. So the, the, it always changes, you know. Um, now my, my, my purpose is starting to, to even get bigger than that. And where, you know, I've revamped the number one entrepreneur podcast uh, in yeah. history of iTunes into a current event show that I talk about all these things going on in the world now because I feel like that's a bigger, that's a bigger problem that needs to be solved. And I feel like I have my, 
my company's going. I'm, I'm there. I have enough great people around me to, to really help, uh, you know, cultivate what we've been doing here to where now I can afford to put my focus on even bigger issues. And, and that's why yeah. I switched my podcast from the MFCEO project to Real AF because I feel like there wasn't too many voices out there really bringing light to what's going on. Right. Yeah, bro. You were you were one yeah. of the first ones on your type of caliber of status when it comes to business that you just you put it out there. And it's one thing when you know you have you have nothing to lose and you can risk that go all out. But it's another thing when you have everything to lose in a sense. And you know you being in that situation that yeah, that but is, do I that is something? Do I? True. True. I mean, <laughs> that, do with the new world order. That's true. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like. Yeah, I mean, you, know, we're kind you of have to really think boat. about it. Like people, people think that, right? They think. See what you're saying, Jordan, is what they want you to think. What they want you to think is if you speak out, they will crush yeah. you. When in reality, yeah. that's not what happens. What happens is when you speak out, other people that identify with that who are being quiet, who might be a little less courageous or a little less unsure, what happens is they end up supporting you. So our businesses yeah. are up. You know, last year we were up forty percent. And I was one of the most vocal people on the planet. So Damn. what do I really have to lose? And if right, we don't yeah. win this battle. You're going to lose everything. That, that's it. We are, we, right. All of us are. Yeah, so damn. it's an obligation, well, in my opinion. Yeah. You got to sell out to the 100% process. You have to go. Because right now, what we're basically doing is we're fighting on the last 17 inches of space on our continent of allowed to do what the hell we want yes and if we don't yep. go give me the nuke right now in a in a metaphorical way where we can actually go hard against every one of these terrible ideas where all of a sudden our bloodstream is in the control of literal foreigners that were unelected you know what i'm saying yep. like we're we're already so far gone that we have to turn on all the turbo all the nos all the gas we got to do it right now and go i don't care on how awkward this is you won't control the way my kids think about sexuality period that's it, man. Yeah. And there has to be a line drawn. And so what I've learned um, through, <laughs> I don't know why, okay? And, and I don't know why my podcast got so big or why I've been chosen to be a voice. But um, what I figured out was that if I didn't speak out, nobody else would either. So I had right. to start leading that. Like it, was, it wasn't enough for me to say, hey, you guys got to speak out. I had to start speaking. And then when I started speaking, many more people started speaking, just like you guys have figured out as well with, you know, I've watched both of you guys for the last couple of years as well. And, you know, it's one thing to, it's one thing to kind of speak out. It's another thing to say, Hey, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to say what I want to say. And this is America. This is free. And for our freedoms to actually exist, we have to exercise them, yeah, which means we on. cannot, yeah, we cannot abide by the agenda of being politically correct because the political yep. correctness agenda is designed to suppress our own voices with self-censorship. Yep. Oh, I right. shouldn't say yep. that because this is going to offend someone. So when we don't, when, when we don't exercise free speech because we're deciding that we might catch something for it, um, we are basically letting that right die, you know, yeah. let, letting that, that, that free speech right that we have go away on our own. No one's taking it. We're giving right. it. 
Yeah, they're giving you the opportunity with a certain set of criteria that yes. makes you assume that it's just this is the way that it is. And unfortunately, they have been so successful. However, they hatched this over the last 90 years of calculated nerds sitting in a back room with a bunch of weird shit. However, they decided it was so eloquent that they have basically people believe well, it just is the way that it is. It's all people think that it's almost illegal to say things that are offensive. Yeah, well, not, not only that, well, where they started was the education system. They got away from kids learning about the Constitution, learning about our rights, to now when you fast forward 25, 30 years later, you have an entire two to three generations that literally don't know your rights. If you don't know your rights, for instance, if I, if I go to Andy, I'm like, yo, I need to start, I want to learn how to start a business. He knows how, he's going to be confident in his answers and he's going to give some really good, clear direction because he has that experience and he knows what to do. And now we have an entire population right now that don't know their rights. So when the lockdowns hit after two weeks, they're like slow the spread. And then we just all fell in line, including myself. I was living in Los Angeles at the time. We got scared to death of censorship. We got the scared to death of cancel culture. And the reason why we didn't speak out was because we didn't even know the rights. We didn't realize that our state constitution has more power than the federal one. We didn't realize that our states and our governors have more power and our mayors have more power than the president himself but, or the sheriff. And so when you start realizing and you start understanding the roles and the, the brilliance of our forefathers, of how they created the Constitution, they create our democracy, that's where you find your courage. And that's why, Andy, something that we're really big on is knowing your rights, studying the Constitution, because if you don't know that, then you will always get taken advantage of political sure. hacks like the ones that we have in D.C. right now. Well, because they play emotional games, right? They, that's how they win. They win by beating you up with what they think will yeah. make you feel bad enough to shut that's up. Right. What are you, a racist? What are you, a racist? Yeah. And then that's right. everybody goes, oh, oh, no, 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 fuck. I'm not, I'm not a racist, I swear. And it's like you're already yep. on the defensive. And like the, the right answer to that is, bitch, punch me in the face if you want to say something to me. Not, Don't call me a racist, you know? And that's that's the that's the real thing is that the thing is these people that have herded all of us into this little corner of the earth where we're allowed to exist with our freedoms, they're all capital P pussies. Every single one of them <laughs> oh, yeah. has yeah, never right. been in an actual fight, no. has never had an actual altercation. And if they succeed at shooting the strong alpha men that help run this country and help build this country so that it can give them the microphone because they're too weak to have earned it with blood themselves. What's going to happen right. is the other competitors to our alpha males are going to take over the country, and you know what happens at that point to this community? They get thrown off buildings because that's what happens now yeah. everywhere. So we're really going to let these beta people tell us the way things are going to be so they can lose us, our country, and then get killed right afterwards? No, let us help you stay alive and shut the fuck up. That's yeah. pretty much it, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah. by the way, that they're 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 not winning. They're losing. They haven't won anything in, in literally a year and a half. Okay, that's uh, true. Di a year ago, or fucking an hour ago, DeSantis just made Disney pay two hundred million dollars <laughs> per year. And okay, listen, the lines are drawn. You're either yeah. on this side or you're on that side, right. and that's that's the point of where we're at. And people are mistaken. They think that, like, you know, they have the left brainwashed into thinking that January 6th was, like, a violent insurrection. Bro, all yeah. these motherfuckers that went over and served who are my age, who've been fighting for 20 years, they are fucking waiting. They are yeah. waiting for some shit to really pop off. Like, that's yeah. the thing. People don't get that. Like, our, our, our baddest of the bad people, they're sitting at home like... This is a fucking joke. 
Like yeah. these people understand what will happen when violence occurs. And, and, you know, I've been saying this for a long time, man. And it, it's the truth. Um, this is exactly what happened in 1930s Germany. Okay. They pushed down a, a super liberal agenda. It created a, a situation called the Weimar Republic where we had, we had no morals in society. There was child prostitution, mother-daughter prostitution. You could do anything you want, blah, 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 blah. Massive inflation hit. It spurred the radical rise of Hitler, okay, who then came in and wanted to kill these people. And so what these people don't understand who are in this, this 5% far progressive left, you know, I, I, we want to indoctrinate your kids shit, is that they're creating a backlash that will be very, very, very bad for them yeah. if they don't chill the fuck out. And yeah. that's ha yeah. I don't even know if it's preventable well, think, at this point. No, I don't think I it think, is preventable. There's too many people that are going to be too pissed at everything that's happened. And when they find out how much damage this shit does to people psychologically, for si there's no studies on letting children pick their damn gender. And then how did that right. civilization do 50 years later? I know, You're bro. literally setting them up. They, you sh you've helped them hold the gun and shoot their own leg in both legs and then go, I wonder what happened to the generation. Bro, you happened to the generation. And so, like, when yeah. these people actually snap back, there is no way that you're not going to get the conservatives. They're going to be like, if you're gay, don't even talk to me. They're going to exist again. You know, know what I'm saying? And it's like that sucks for the gay crowd because, like, does. not everybody who's gay is, is like this. But, like, I understand why the conservatives are going to be like, Never again. And they're going to draw the well, lines way harsher this time. Well, that's that's so I'm a moderate, bro. I'm not I am not a conservative. That's a lot of people don't understand that. I, I'm a I'm a far right wing extremist. Well, to that uh, to that five percent you are. <laughs> but I'm a fucking moderate, which is why my show has the audience it has. OK, so I have people right. from every spectrum sure. except that far left. All right. And the problem is, um, you know, there are a lot of real, most people that are gay and lesbian and live an alternative lifestyle are good hearted people. They're good people, bro. Yeah. They're not trying to come take your kids. They're not trying to right. do all this shit. What's happened here is that that far, it's actually 40% of 1%. So 0.4% of the population has hijacked the LGBTQ, uh, you know, movement. Yep. And made it about and now where the there's a there's a big group of Americans who are now looking at that saying, fucking child molester, and and yeah. that's a big problem for all the regular people. And dude, we have to we have to remember this is 2022, and those people shouldn't be lumped in with those people. That's not right because they're I they're agree. not those people, agree. right? These are people who just wanted. To be treated equally. These are people who just wanted to have the same tax benefits as a married couple. These are people that just didn't want to be harassed. And we right. shouldn't, that shouldn't be the case. But the problem is those same people are not standing up for their own movement to keep these motherfuckers out, which is going right. to cause a problem for the entire thing. Well, they used and they used the vehicle of passing gay marriage and the things that should have happened, and they use that as a vehicle to bring in what's happening now. Where now we're finding, I mean, dude, I last two weeks ago it, I talked about this on the podcast, and we showed a picture in Florida, 
in one of the most conservative states in the country, there is a book that was called Gender Queer that was being taught to five-year-olds. You open up this book, and it's literally two kids going down, on, two boys going down on each other, teaching five-year-olds. And the way that this happened is that, which is exactly what you're saying, we have allowed this very small, the real fringe minority to be louder than literally 95% of the nation. And it's become our silence that has allowed them to take control of the narrative. The media is owning it. The politicians are using it. And we actually, this is the biggest psyop of it all, is that we, that for the we thought we were the silent majority or whatever, but we really are the majority, and that's the reason why that we are where we are today is because we were not loud, like you're saying. People got to use their voice, and the people in that movement got to use their voice. That's right, and, and it's dangerous if they don't at this point because yeah. I don't think that they understand yet that this is creating a, a real radical, radical movement of of like hey we're not fucking doing this anymore okay you're right. not going to indoctrinate our kids we're not going to teach kids about blowjobs when they're five giving them to their best buddy and saying that's okay we're not going to stand by uh parents holding up their infant saying my baby is queer like that's gender yeah we're not doing that and <laughs> and, sick. yeah and 90 percent of america agrees with that dude that shit is child abuse it's disgusting it, it dude. Is- well, so it's here's the, here's the thing though. I don't think like even the BLM movement, right? Like the black. Here, it is I think child abuse, by the way, bro. Oh, 100 yeah. percent child abuse. You could you couldn't tell me that that wouldn't disadvantage a kid more than them not having a father or a mother, them literally being confused about their gender from the freaking get go. Yeah. That's more. Yep. That's less stability than you not having a father. At least you know who you are. You know what I'm saying? But now it's like you even move that pillar. Well, so but here's the thing with all these movements. It's like there's a real thing like the gay rights movement. We want to we want to be able to live together with our people and have tax benefits. Cool, dog. Not a, not a big thing. But then the Marxists and the globalists and whoever the hell else has their hands behind the scenes that are pulling all the string goes great. How do we make America shoot itself in the foot? Well, we tell them to we must convince these seven different arenas of thought to demonize everything about American culture. And here's how here's the way we're going to do it. And then these idiots that don't know anything hear the words on Blue's Clues and Nickelodeon and Disney and then they see the rainbows and they go, "Well, I guess I got to buy all of it. I got I got to buy into all of it and you're guilty if you don't." And then they just end up running a thousand miles an hour faster than the original yeah. thing, which kind of made sense, but I think it's goals. And your and your line of 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 people that you interact with, Andy, what are people saying about that component of all this the the obvious control from outside of the united states that's controlling large swaths of our media of our policies of our politicians funding what do they say about how we're going to be able to stop that or or what does that even look like to people that you talk with are they talking about this shit or what yeah for sure um but it's 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 weird um it's almost like it's even so i talk to a lot of these high level guys who are running for senate or running for government or, you know, I, I'm pretty well connected because of the show. And, right. you know, they, all of them understand what's happening, but they do not talk about it publicly uh, because it's branded as like conspiracy, right? There's only a few people that are actually talking about it publicly. And those are the people that I actively support because the, the this idea that this can be really, you know, like, so, like, here's what here's my take on it, bro. 
we have one chance to get this right, and it's coming up in November. If we don't get it right in November, yeah, we're, we're and how, how, what I mean by getting it right is removing the people who are responsible for COVID 100% on both parties and putting people, and, and when I say responsible, I mean responsible for the mandates, not standing. They were not vocal in defense of our rights. Yeah. We have to vote them out, whether they're Democrat or Republican, doesn't matter. And we have to replace them with populist, unaffiliated people who represent the people. Because it's not our government system that is broken. It's the people within the system that are broken. And so if we can pull that off in November of this year, and that starts with primaries, which are going on right now for the next few months. um, It's... If we can pull that off and they don't cheat it, we have, we could we could save the republic and save the United States and actually open ourselves up to uh, a prosperous time sure. where we will be more free than we've ever been. Um, yeah. If we don't, uh, it's going to get real bad and real and and it's going to get to violence. In my opinion, I think it'll get to sure. violence. Uh, that's just how I see it happening. So, so I mean, when, when you see all, when you see all of this stuff going on with the new world order, and mm-hmm. I mean it, it literally feels when I when I look at D.C., I look at the federal government, and I honestly feel like the enemies of America are running our country at the federal level. They are CIA, FBI. They are. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And so when you, you have you have to understand, this, Jordan, inside those groups, there are there those groups are not all bad. So those, so you have to understand there's infighting happening inside those groups, mm-hmm. just like, just like shit that we can't see. So like neither side has this right, right? Like the left says, oh, these guys are the good guys. And the right says, oh, they're all compromised. Neither one of those right. things are true. They've, what they've done is they have run for lack of a better understanding, an effective influencer program within our government. So basically they've picked the people who would be the best influencers for their cause. They figured out how to pay them. And and those people are now going along with their agenda. And so those people are in charge of other people. And, and, and so then the other people are like, fuck, I better listen to, I better listen to Andy or he's going to fire me. So there's a lot of fear these people don't, not all these people are bad. Okay. So we have to understand it's not as bad as like what, you know, some of the, uh, the conspiratorial people, more aggressive conspiracy slash truth people say, um, but it's definitely not what the left says and the media says either. And there's, there's some real, there's, there's a place of truth somewhere in the middle that is closer to what the right is saying. Um, right. That we have to work around. Go ahead. It's, that's been the Trojan horse, man, is, you don't know what to believe. For instance, perfect yes. example, Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. And that's Russia and Ukraine. I don't know what the hell is going on. And I mean, obviously, the moment I know, see that Soros and Clinton and the Rhinos and Romney and Fauci and every single one is like and Marina Abramovich. And Marina yeah. Abramovich. Like, bro, <laughs> if that bitch says anything, all I know is this shit can't be a good train to be on, bro. <laughs> Yeah, straight up. But but then you have but then you also have good guys that, you know, 
you don't know what to believe. They could be telling us that Russia is bombing the hell out of Ukraine right now, right. but literally the opposite could be happening because everything that we take in comes from these big tech companies or our mainstream media. And so when you actually have someone that comes out and speaks truth, what you're saying is exactly true. Now you're labeled as a conspiracy theorist or you don't even know or you even feel guilty for even believing it when that does make sense. And that's, that is the toughest thing that even myself, I find myself every day and I'm like, damn, like right now, why am I finding myself on the side of Putin on this in so many different well, ways? Well, you also, also ask yourself this, okay? So this is a reasonable question. This is not conspiracy bullshit. It has been proven, proven that Hillary Clinton and her team made up the Trump-Russia collusion, made it up out of thin air. Okay, 100%. that's a proven fact. Now, if you understand anything about marketing, you understand that if you want to make Trump look really fucking bad, who else do you have to make look really fucking bad? Putin. Enemy. Okay? Enemy. So for the last six years, the media has made both of these people look as bad as possible, uh, especially Trump, but they had to make Putin look bad too. Okay? And most of America thinks that the United States, or that Russia is 1990 Soviet Union. They, they yeah. don't understand that Russia has not been communist since 1991, all right? So yep. there's all kinds of things that people just don't understand because right. the media has brand, they have, it's no different than, than buying commercials. They have branded that idea wow. in people's brains, okay? So yeah. when, you, when you feel bad for questioning if Putin's actually... You shouldn't. You should be. You should think logically and think. Well, shit. This is proven that they lied about this. They had to make them both look bad to accomplish their agenda. What is the actual truth? So that doesn't make you some sort of Putin sympathizer. That makes you a person who can think. A rational thinker. Yeah, yes. you're a rational yeah. thinker. And when you listen to Putin's speeches, I can't help sometimes but be like, <laughs> everything you just said makes 100% sense. He'll be like. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Western civilization is abandoning its Christian fundamental principles in pursuit of a Marxist ideology that's destroyed multiple countries in the past. That's, that's dangerous. That is and it's exactly like, what's happening. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, Putin sounds like he's Putin sounds like he is paying attention. Uh, I just, am I supposed to hate this guy? And then it's like, well, he yeah. just gassed 85 kids. And I'm like, can you? Is there videos of this? Why are the kids moving? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? The, well, I don't want to be the guy. Ross, you know, I don't want to be this guy. Ross, you you guys can. You guys cannot give them any yeah. fucking ground to affect your words or your thinking. You're asking reasonable, logical questions. Of course. And, and, and if they don't like it, I wouldn't value their feedback. That's just it. Like, dude, I have people that come at me all the time and they're like, I think you're this. And I'm like, cool, bro. And then I fucking drive home and do whatever yeah. I was going to do. Like, I don't, I don't care what you think. I'm just saying what I see. So... You know, we right. can't we do the whole idea of us giving their reaction to what we observe and question is censorship in itself. It is. It's yeah. internal censorship. That's right. Yeah, you're you, right. You, you pre-polish pre your sentences so that yes. it doesn't cause the reaction. Yes. When the reaction, you know who's great at this? I, I don't love him for everything, but I really do like Bryson Gray because he will straight up on Twitter. Yeah. He's like, I don't like homosexuals. What? <laughs> yeah, this guy. yeah, but bro, like, yeah. He, he, we live in a free America. You are you yeah, are okay right. to say that. And the people who disagree with him won't buy his shit. 
right? Yeah. He doesn't give yeah. a rip. And but that's that's honestly, look, the thing is, is fifteen years ago, I didn't care about anybody's skin color. I didn't care about anything, and they would call me cracker, you know, whatever. The whole time we're playing basketball, and I'm just laughing, having a yeah. good time. Don't care. They don't care. There's no beef. Now I walk into a food line or I walk into a, a Walmart, whatever, and I'm literally looking at some of the black people, and I'm like, I wonder if they think because my shirt says Patriot. I wonder if they think I'm a da da da, -da and it no. makes me preemptively yeah. go. I should be nicer yeah. than I normally would be so that they know that I'm certainly not <laughs> that. So and it's true. like, no, actually, right. screw this whole idea that I have to behave a certain way to do a thing. Nah, dog. Like, you don't get to tell me how I have to think because you might guilt me. Like, and not only that, bro, the truth of the matter is uh, most black people are not buying this shit either. This all yeah, comes right. from a white progressive liberal movement. Like, Come bro, on. go on the street. Go on the street and ask any, ask any black person what they really think. And they'll fucking tell you. They'll be like, yeah, this is bullshit, bro. Like, they, they, yeah, dude. And sure. now they're pissed because they realize how much they were lied to and taken advantage yeah. of. Dude, some of the biggest fucking patriots I know are black people. They're actually way more outspoken about it because they realize that their race, their community are the ones that were used yeah, and taken yeah. advantage of. They got pimped they, out for their yeah, wounds. They basically, they bought you for your. Well, that's the mo I mean, they, it is the most racist thing you could do to take because obviously this had to happen. The billionaires and the globalists got together and they sat in a room and they go, how can we screw up what's happening in the U.S.? And they go, who has the biggest wounds historically? Yes. We're going to use them. And they yes. go, the black yes. folks, African-Americans. And they go, great. What can we say to get them riled up in a way that makes this possible for us to institute X, Y, Z, you know, or whatever. And they thought all this stuff through and they're just doing it. And if you're a black person who sees that someone literally brings up your wound of like, imagine you got divorced 20 years ago and it was brutal and terrible and they're bringing it up so they can get you pissed yep. so they can capture something on camera and shame the other guy. You would be like, you're a piece of shit for planning that. And they need, I, I hope to God that they see more and more of this because like you said, this backlash is going to be nasty. Oh, bro. I think yeah. I would say that most of the black community is, is, is with it, bro. They, I mean, look, I wouldn't say that. Not on, not on my. I don't know much, but I wouldn't say that, man. I know plenty of them that are still toting the line. But go ahead. Well, I have a my buddy Hawk Newsom, who's the head of BLM Greater New York. Okay, had him on my show. You had him on your show. Dude's one, yeah. dude's one of the biggest patriots I fucking know. He he just is. He's just sick of cops beating the shit out of people in his neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, there there's a lot of people who are waking up to this, this hate America bullshit and understanding that we are, see, dude, what's going to happen is everybody's going to come together because all sides are going to realize that it's not us versus each other. Yeah. It's us versus them. And when that right. happens, which is very close to happening, a lot of these people, we need it to happen now so that the right people can get voted out and voted in. That's what we need it's to avoid, to avoid bad things happening in my opinion. Yeah, well, the, the greatest, no, true. I mean, we had uh, Chrisanne Hall, she's a constitutional lawyer, and, you know, I asked her, I'm like, what, I was like, when, what, when we're looking at all of this, I mean, everything looks really bad right now. It feels like we're losing the country, it feels like the New World Order is winning, I mean, at least the, the way that everyone feels, there are more racial tension than I've ever even grew up in, but I was like, so where do you find you this hope? you think the racial and tension is worse now than it was in 2020? I think, I, um... Yeah, I would no. say. I would say. I, I, no, no, I, I would say totally disagree. No, 20, 
2020 was 2020 was worse than 2022 for sure. I, I, but I all totally it, disagree but all with either one of those things. Like, yeah, but if look, they but if they ramp it back up, the people that set that bought in at a level they five, tried it. they tried it fucking last week. They tried they tried to fucking do that fucking subway shooting, and and then on the same day release the video yeah. of that cop shooting that uh, black kid up in Minnesota or wherever it yeah. was. They did it within hours of each other. And everybody fucking said, nah. And everybody said, dude, everybody was like, nah, fuck that. We're not, no, we don't, we're not buying it. It's already happened. Yeah. They're yeah, going to what, what I mean they is. Will, the, they will ramp it up worse though. Right. Because the, the thing is, is the people that al were allowed, that were dumb enough, that were uninformed enough to be pushed to a level five on the intensity scale. Mm -hmm. when, when it's time for them to turn this thing back up and they just start doing it and idiots are watching TV again. The people that were a five have been dociled into like a 3.6 right now, so they're more chill. You're right, from 2020 to 2022. But their starting position is going to be a 4.5 as soon as they beef this thing back up. Yeah. And they're going to – well, but I don't, I don't know, know what man. they're going to be able to do. I don't think you're wrong in that assessment in terms of what will happen, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think people – what I've observed is that – Okay, when COVID started, right, and like I was one of the very, everybody says this, but I was on actual record. I was one of the very first people saying this was coming and that it was bullshit. I talked about it in December of 2019, okay? Crazy. And I got fucking hammered, bro. Like everybody was calling me. Everybody was saying, you know, all this bullshit. Like I'm fucking lost my fucking mind. Then George Floyd happened, and I said the same shit because I'm from St. Louis, and Ferguson is right here, dude. So I, I understand what BLM, the organization, does and how they come in and they rape the communities of their money and then yep. bounce, okay? And I said that, got in trouble for that again. But that trouble lasted like less time, okay? And then, um, you know, like let's just move ahead to Ukraine. I, on the day they invaded Ukraine, I got on the fucking podcast. I said, this is what's happening. Here's what it is. Don't buy it. For two days, I got screamed at. The next week, everybody's like, man, you're fucking right. So, like, we're getting to the point where people are learning faster and they're seeing it faster. Yeah. And because of that, uh, Ross, I, I, I think you're right that that would happen if people, hadn't, if people haven't learned. That's exactly what will happen. But I do feel like... And I get a lot of feedback, bro. I do feel like people are getting it. And I can see it because my show's getting more and more and more popular. So I well, agree with we, you. For people who think and are critical thinkers that they are waking up and they're starting to sniff the burger right when it's being cooked, not yeah. six months later anymore. Yeah. But for the people who won't wake up, who are yeah. you see them on the airplanes holding their mask to their yeah. face, you know, they still exist. Yeah, no, for sure. But how, how like, many how but many you're people, right. how many people on the airplane are right, still are, wearing, wearing masks. Right. It's probably less than 20%, 20, okay. 25%. And, right. And so those people are probably starting to realize just from the visual, like, holy shit, everybody ain't with this shit like I thought they were. Why did I do yeah. this for two years? <laughs> the so deaths remember, were the same yesterday. Yeah. And dude, I, I know people are getting, like regular people are getting upset with people talking about masks now. Like it's not like, like they're feeling how I felt back in in twenty in, in uh, May yeah. of twenty twenty, right? right. Um, so that that's like people that haven't said anything about it, and now they're like, you know what? Fuck those people! Like they're getting mad, and uh, and and here's another thing that's worth stating: I think that they are intentionally getting us to this point, and so we as we we as people 
as humans and citizens of the United States really need to come together and form some sort of strategy because right. like they are for sure they do you think they don't know that the the patriots of this country are like ready to fucking fight right they fucking yeah. installed a, a, a wall around the white house guys like they did. again so they yeah. understand where everybody is and we have to we have to think 10 steps ahead of what they're thinking because we can't be these compliant little ants that, you know, jump on the grain of sugar when they throw it out. Like we have to think, man, do they put something in that sugar? You know what I mean? Like we have to be thinking like that because these, these people know what they're doing and they're trying right. to get us to, to, to fight. And, and if not fight each other, they understand that we're going to fight them. So we, we, as you know, this is why I admire MLK so much because MLK was, MLK understood how to defeat them. He understood that the only way to defeat them was through peaceful disobedience. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't through violence. It wasn't running and storming the Capitol. It wasn't all this shit because they can do to us whatever they want then. But if we're peacefully disobedient as a united front, they yeah. cannot, they can't handle that. They, they cannot do that. All we have to do is say, no, and do it together. And that's really it. There will be no violence. But my fear, I, it, my fear is, is that there's, we don't have the organization to get everybody on that page and we're right. going to start having fucking vigilante shit. And, and that could be really I bad remember, for everyone. I think they're waiting to bring in the UN. That, Ross, I, I think you're probably right about that. I think, I think they're going either we are going to sink it this time before November, because what I think what's been told to the people running this country is, hey, uh, we know we had good plans for your guys' machine, but for now, because of how many problems your machine can cause us, if it's if this backfires and they get a good guy back in, we need you to go ahead and chop your own machine's legs off now because yeah. we don't want to have to think about the variable of the U.S. stopping our progress. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking what they're doing is going, I, I guarantee you that if I was them and I'm an idiot— Right. I would be like, uh, of course, we're going to cheat the election again. What are they going to do? Rise up. Great. Now I can invite China's army. I agree with that. Yeah. And the well, the good news is, is that that's why we have to. That, that's why we. Sorry, Jordan. But that's why no, we have good. to get these motherfuckers to vote the right way. Right. In, 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 a, in a gap that's so wide, they can't fudge it. Yeah. Right. No, it, well, it's true. And the good news about all of this is that the media's influence has been has complete, been completely shattered. We've seen the ratings. We see the numbers. It's crazy when yep. yeah. an Andy Frasilla podcast or a Joe Rogan podcast can literally get 20 times more views by uploading a freaking digital MP3 to the, the airwaves and then get 10 to 15 times more listens than an entire CNN production crew right. for the entire damn oh, day. The whole and that's CNN why, whore. yeah. And that, but this is why people are adapting faster is because people aren't going to the media anymore to listen to get in their, their information. They're going to a Joe Rogan yes. podcast. They're going to Real AF. They're going to all of these micro Instagram influencers that have anywhere from 30,000 to a million followers that were professions in sports and music and makeup and fashion. And that's why people are adapting so fast because they're realizing, well, one, they're not getting fed, spoon fed propaganda every single day because, dude, I used to listen to Fox News every day 
single night. I listened to Sean Hannity. I listened to Laura Ingram. And I was, and I mean, dude, Sean Hannity was the first guy that came out and was like, Putin needs to die and was calling for a freaking uh, a homicide of killing Putin with Lindsey Graham on Fox News. Yeah, I used to listen to that shit every single day where now I don't get my information from that dude. I get my information from Jack Posobiec, from you, Andy, from all of these different people. <clears throat> these independent, that's why independent and citizen journalism is the most important thing that we can do For as sure. a country. Bro, one million percent. And here's what I would like to add to that because you're right, you're spot on, brother. Um, there's an opportunity right here. Like, like, I, listen, yeah. man, I'm an entrepreneur, dude. Like, I'm a business mind. All I'm doing is taking my business mind and applying it over here for a minute because we seem to lack critical thinking over here as a whole. So <laughs> when I take my business mind and I put it back over here, look at the opportunity we have in front of us. We have the opportunity where literally we can rebuild the media completely uh, yes okay yeah, right. we have an opportunity where we can rebuild entertainment completely we have an opportunity where we can rebuild the education system completely like yes. we do not these are the we are on the cusp uh as long as the communists don't win and put us right. in a fucking camp which is right. what the plan is by the way yeah or throw us off the building, like Ross said. I mean, that's that's what happened. <laughs> I mean, dude, if you read if you read Karl Marx, they talk about yep. that's the what they want you to do. They right. want to kill the most powerful, influential, wealthiest people that don't agree with them in the most horrific ways, so that they set an example for no one else to rise yeah. up. Right. You now all the idiots. We can just control Shit. you with, with 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 the way you're supposed to stay in line. That's right. So, but but dude, if we if. can win and get this power back. Right. which I think is happening. It's already happened on the ground. There's no way they can get the court of public opinion back on their side. It won't fucking happen. No matter right. what they do, they could give gas away for free from now until election. People still going to say, no, fuck you. Okay. So they yeah. can't do it. So we have an op opportunity as humans and, and more specifically as entrepreneurs, as resourceful Americans, as business leaders, to literally take what these these multi-billion dollar companies and rebuild them and 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 get people into them instantly. There's tremendous business opportunity happening right now You're along right. the lines of providing alternatives to the shit this the shit that we're getting from our government. And so we Man. can literally take capitalism even further and and create because dude, capitalism is the best system. It just is. Um, yep. I res I respect ethical capitalism, meaning right. someone, who, someone who runs a business and does tremendous things in their communities all over the place. Like that's, that's what we do. Okay. Yeah. So there's some capitalists that are just greedy as fuck and bury people and that shit does exist and that's wrong as well. But as a whole, the system works to progress the, the agenda of humanity. And so if we, as, as Americans, can understand this, and I already know there's some business guys working in this, but it, it, like, dude, if we start thinking about it a little differently, as opposed to saying, oh, this is the end of the world, and saying, no, right. this is the end of their fucking world, and we're right. gonna rebuild the one that should be, Dude, it's pretty awesome to think about what could well, happen. It is. It's like it's like it's like it's literally like ex the expectation of a golden era. Yes. Where I'm at, like, uh, have you seen these stuff about like Stanley Meyer and the water car? How he was able to go from L.A. to yeah, New York on four, on four gallons. Yeah, and then he just dies. They fucking like, poison him. 
Yeah, he po- yeah, he runs out of the freaking restaurant screaming, they poisoned me, and then dies. And it's like, dude, do you know how much information they have suppressed in order to do the uh, the evil kind of capitalism? Yeah. And the thing, like yeah. you said, it's not about good. capitalism that's good or bad. Listen, capitalism was the slowest system that the that the people that are globalists now could corrupt it took them a long time to get to it if it was socialist it would have been done in six years they get that they get the seat of the government and then they can do whatever they want capitalism at least it took them 150 years to corrupt the bastard you know so it's like all right now we got to go back to the drawing board a little bit but you're right citizen journalists are showing up because people want to know the right damn ways to do things and they're sick of being lied to by the government which is the most inefficient system so that it can maintain control and Americans and regular people who are wise are going, actually, that's the really stupid way for me to have to sign up for a business license. And you guys are milking the cow on this. That's you right. Know, and yeah, bro. And people are getting Ross. People are getting wise to this, dude. They're starting to understand that our, our a tax system where if you live in the state of California, like one of my business partners does, who, who pays literally in the six, 60 percent when he comes all in, like, Jeez. People are starting to understand like what these people are doing. They're they're overtaxing and then kicking back to themselves. It's organized mm-hmm. theft. It and is. it's not the system that we are supposed to have. We should pay tax. We should all contribute. We should do those things. But it, it, if everybody did it, we would only need like 15% flat tax. We wouldn't need these. Cr- so if this tiered system and all this shit, that's got to be fixed. The other thing that needs to be fixed is these people can cannot kick it to their buddy for, you know, uh, give them 150% and get back the 50%. Like, dude, yeah. this shit, these, there's a reason. Dude, we have to put people in office who are there to serve. The entire idea of our Constitution is based upon good men serving our country, just like right, the military. Yeah. And, and, and now we have the, the perception that politician is like a like oh what do you do i'm a politician motherfucker they ain't a career like yeah well that's that's been the problem they 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 turned paul like dude our, our forefathers yes. they saw it to be a loss they never intended they, for that yeah they didn't doctors yeah, they military didn't, dentists you know the whole nine they literally saw it as a loss and lost money because they were going to sacrifice their career and their business and their wealth to actually serve. Now we've created the system where we've literally made careers and where people go to college to become politicians. And this is where yes. everything has gotten skewed because everyone now, it's, it's their career. It's their entire focus. It's their entire life. And we've taken away from people of, of real amazing people that have power and wealth that actually could say, you know what? Like, for instance, Andy, you could say, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice my business for two years and I would run. And so many people would be willing to get behind you because they know that you're a man of the people and that you're not this career political hack that is going there to go get more rich. It would actually be a loss for you personally and individually if you literally step aside from your business to go and become a politician be, to help your local community. And that, dude, that's what's ended up happening. We've literally, you get a degree in political science so that you can go get a job. Well, you saw it, this with Trump. If I, if you I, saw this. If I, if I could do that and be more influential than I am now with my, with my media platform, I would fucking do that. But I'm actually more powerful with my media platform. Agreed. That's why I don't so, do it. But, but you watched this, you watched this phenomena happen with Trump, right? Regardless of the dumb stuff that Trump did as far as like Operation Warp Speed and blindly still seemingly supporting nothing but the vaccine. That kind of seems dumb to me. But 
either way, one thing you do have to realize is a normal dude that has looked at numbers before and actually cared if it made him money went to these NATO meetings and was like, yeah, yeah what the hell are you doing with 1.7%, you piece of shit? You know, like, yeah. and then everybody's like, oh, this sounds like a conversation somebody's dad would have with them. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy when you try to get people to be accountable for shit that actually matters. And you're not trying to enrich Dick Cheney with a billion dollars worth of infrastructure builds because you spent a billion dollars of Lockheed Martin's weapons destroying shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's so interesting, man. It's, you know, and it's like, Dude, it's, Trump, it's, 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 it's so frustrating to be some. I love it. You, Keep going. Yeah, I'm having fun. Well, so but that's <laughs> the thing, though, man. All of this, all of this is so inefficient. Anybody that just like I don't this shit is stupid to me because I also don't stop at green lights. You know what I mean? I'm not going to stop at green lights just because I should, because that's like it's the slave of the efficiency. And the thing is, is the type A people that are basically caring about all this right now are the people that are like. What do you mean? I have to I have to wear the damn mask? Well, exp fucking explain it to me. Yeah. Explain it to me then why I have to do it. Because we're just yeah. getting sick and tired of things being inefficient and not actually being beneficial to any of us. Like, dude, when's dude. the last time that somebody actually thanked anything that the UN has done in the last, like, five years? Well, <laughs> well that's because it's all a lie. It's right? all a lie, bro. Ask any libertarian. They'll tell you all about it. Like, it's yeah. it's a fucking lie. It's a fake ass structure that they, they they created to create literal perceived power to enrich themselves. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like we should have a very small government. We should have people that represent the districts that they come from. And there should be accountability to how you vote. Uh, you know, this yeah. is very simple shit. Like, yeah, and if you're shitty yeah. at things, I don't think you should vote. Like some people, Bro, I literally listen, don't want their opinion to you be anywhere that matters. <laughs> you, you, here's how you fix that. And this is, this is how it should be. If you do not pay your, ta your tax, you should not be allowed to vote. Period. I agree, man. Period. Okay. I agree. Because dude, if you're not contributing, your voice doesn't matter. That's a fact. Right. Okay. If it was a if it was a boat and we were all rowing and one person wasn't rowing and they told Take us which boat. direction, yeah, we would we would be like, shut up! You literally don't matter. We're That's rowing. It. So <laughs> it should be, and that is also an incentive for people to go out there and contribute to our society. Yeah. If you want your voice to matter, you should have to contribute. That's yeah. It's it, that's it doesn't matter what your race is doesn't matter what your gender is I don't even care if you're one of the other genders that they're making up I don't give a fuck if you contribute and you're current why can we why is it that we can't register our cars unless we're current on our tax but we can fucking vote that doesn't make sense yeah you're, you're right yeah, if, you, well, if you're not good at about, things it doesn't make sense what to you me. have to say yeah the one thing that is that was incredible that happened with Trump leaving is it kind of exposed and really lifted the scales off of everyone's eyes where people now, like you're saying, so, you, so many people that you've talked to, Andy, over the last year and a half have been like, holy shit, what is going on? And I mean, again, out of every single great revival, out of every single great accomplishment always comes before that a great part of, of depression or anxiety or, or, um, yeah, I mean, you always have oppression added, from government, oppression, persecution. Yeah, oppression. That's 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 the word I'm looking for. It all the greatest times of every of every generation is always birthed out of the greatest oppression. Thank you for helping me out, yes. out with that, Ross. 
Um, and, and with that being said, when Trump left, like that was the big thing where, I mean, everyone got depressed. And I mean, I was like, holy shit, they stole the election. We've lost our country. But then, holy crap, in one year, I could never imagine. I knew it was going to be bad, but I never thought that it would have been this bad this fast but dude at the end of the day this i think this four years is exactly is really going to set up to what you're saying andy is that the, there is some good days coming but i think these days yes. had yeah. to happen so that we could actually come together as a nation because people now they don't give a shit about trump being racist or what the media is saying all they care about is the gas prices all they care about is inflation and their business is going to shit and they can't hire anybody that's what they care about Jordan, how old are you, bro? In. I'm 33. How old are you? How old are you, Ross? Ross? 32. Okay. So you guys, the, the kids right now who are 20 years old, who are tw from fucking 20 to 30, they've, they've lived their entire lives in this crazy, awesome world. Like, it's perfect. And with more freedom, like, they don't understand hard shit, right? They don't right. understand really difficult things. And... <clears throat> I agree with you, Jordan. I think this time was was needed um, because it will toughen America up. People start to yeah. get back. People are starting to get back to the core values that made America what it has been for since its existence. Uh, yeah. They're recognizing that we do not want to be a communist Marxist country. We want to be a fucking free country. And yeah. the the idea of freedom, I believe, with it's like, dude, it's like anything, like. You don't appreciate uh, how nice your 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 girlfriend was until she leaves, and you're like, "Holy shit, yeah. that was yeah. pretty awesome. I want it back." So like yeah. those things, like we, we our ge this generation of people, and starting with me, ending with these kids that are 20, that 20 year gap of people needed this to happen because it's even inspired me. I'm like, "Fuck, I'm not doing enough." You know, guys right. who are 50 that are my friends who are older than me. Those guys are even like, dude, I need to get involved. I'm not doing enough. And so right. it's inspired this new generation of leadership. Fathers. Fathers. Yes. Yeah, bro. Fathering, and, fathering, fathering. Yes. And 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 Jordan, I think you're hundred percent right. It all it all depends on this November election, though, and people have to understand right. that. No, you're totally right. We're I we're yeah. we're coming up on an hour. Uh, but before we I'm let having you go, fun. I'm we keep going if you want to talk. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, if you if yeah, you're, we, we you're good going. on time. All right, so well, yeah. one so, so, thing I mean, look, go ahead, go ahead, Jordan. So I feel like I'm delayed because, like, when I talk and then, like, you'll no, it's, I don't think it's actually you, Raj. It's, I think it's just something my mic's delayed a little bit. But one, well, go ahead. I want you to finish your thought and then we'll transition to because I want to talk about mental toughness. Well, right I mean, now look, in, but in, the in thing, I think the thing about all this, man, when I was doing ministry and stuff like that, I, I did four years of Bible college out in Kansas City. That's where me and Jordan met forever ago, whatever. But when I left there, man, I went and did ministry with guys coming out of prison, 17 to 23 year olds, because I yeah. was so convinced that God loved me well as a father. And it, it conditioned me so well to be able to do things that are difficult and to be able to be really proud of, about things that I have done and all that. There's so much in emotional and internal healing that has to happen for people so that they can finally have some confidence. And if you're looking at what these Marxist organizations and these things are doing, they're cutting at the very core of all of that identity so that people basically have no substance to who they are. And what I think is going to happen, this backlash that we're talking about is going to be the father's. Me, all of yeah. us in this room can be considered fathers because you don't know how much more basic ass 
knowledge and wisdom that you walk around with that the common dude at That's the gas right. station has no fucking clue that it's probably not a good idea to bang 50 women before you get married because then you're going to be comparing your wife to all 50 of the women afterwards. They never <laughs> even heard that sentence. They never even heard it. They were like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, well, if you want to be emotionally healthy, here's like four good tips to not to not have a miserable life. They're like, wow, I never heard of any of this. So we are amongst each other. We're talking as peers. Well, not me and Jordan to you right now. I'll no, be a billionaire one day, we're Andy. Let peers. me catch up. Listen, we're talking <laughs> yeah. as Americans here. We're not talking on, as – this isn't a fucking – we are fucking absolutely peers. Well, I was saying that as a form of respect because I think I, we should, I think we should, I think we should work clear. together soon, like, Andy. We, there should be none of that in society. We, we, all of us men need to get together and put our egos aside and decide what's best for us and what's best for the future. Uh, 100%. Moving forward. So well, I, I, I do appreciate that, but, 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 well, so, but, but, here, but here's what, well, here's what I'm saying. I value people specifically. Like I want to care about your opinion and it matters to me specifically on how good you are at doing shit that revolve around that opinion. So yeah. when some people yeah. are in the room, I go, okay, swinging donkey dick. This guy gets to win the conversation. Yeah. I'll yeah. shut up and I, I'll, I appreciate I'll, it, bro. I'll shut up and I'll take yeah. the color and book and go sit in the corner. Okay. Yeah. You know, but, but, but I think, I think we should work together some Andy. I, I think you, I think we'd have a good time. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. May, maybe you call me and go, Ross, here's something we could, I don't know. But so anyway, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> The fathers plug. are coming the plug shameless it'll benefit everybody but so here's the deal i think fathers are going to be coming back to ground zero and they're going to start doing things that we haven't seen in 50 years there is going to be a reversion to things that were healthy and good that made this country the fastest yes. horse in the damn horse track we are going to go what made us so good my question andy or what you think about this is do you think regardless of the strength of the united states let's say 230 million people, two-thirds of the country, got excited and agreed with us or whatever. Do you think that's enough to stop the global momentum that the globalists have that yeah. could potentially embargo, stop our trade, all the other shit, and make it so that our benefit and our win that we might see locally here in the U.S. won't matter in the grand scheme of things? What's your thoughts on that? 100%, dude. Look, we live in one of the most uh, natural resource-dense areas of the entire globe a lot of what they've told us about this climate change and all of these things that they try to put down through is to make us as a country feel weak they want Come us on. asking the question you just asked because they want us to doubt our ability to to stand on our own because they know that we can that's correct they they know that we can and we have before and we should be right now and we were when trump left Okay, and, and it's well-known fact that I'm not somebody who agrees with every single thing Trump does or says. I, but the but the facts are the facts. Right. And so, when we think about America, we have to remember that for the last six or seven years, brother, we've been we've been conditioned to believe that we are weaker than we say we were, or weaker than we were here. That is, those things are actually not true. Now, at the current moment. They feel very true because we have this person in the White House who is literally senile and that literally cannot answer questions. And, and we have these evil people leading us. So we do feel like that right now. But the truth is, is that the American spirit is on the ground, bro. And that's what matters. Yeah. They do not have the people. They don't have the people. We have the people. They, dude, yeah. his approval rating is 20%, bro. It, right, it, well, so not the U.S. I mean on the global scale. I, if you no, were an I alien. But what I'm saying is, is all we have to do is activate those people with the ideas and the teachings that we used to teach. 
You know, right. uh, buy You're American, right. well, I- produce American, can take care of each other, be a good neighbor, set these values at home. The, all of those things are still in the hearts of Americans. They're just well, the message, not being the, shown anywhere. This right. is why the Trump mess, the, gets 100,000 motherfuckers to show up for him because it's the only taste of true patriotism they have. It's how they feel when they're at home and when they're with their significant other and they're saying, dude, this is not our country. Our country is not based around these things. We're the red, white, and blue, man. We're, we're, we're the good guys. We're not the bad guys. And that's how everybody's feeling right now. Everybody's starting to realize that our, 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 our flag has literally been hijacked by people yeah. who are making us look silly everywhere else in the world. As far as like, can we stand alone? Are we powerful enough? Uh, well, I think that's true. I think we can stand alone. But what I mean is, because look at all the social engineering that they're attempting to do in all these other countries that's, that came from China, the social credit score. If Let's say 15 large countries adopt these bullshit ideals, and then that stifles free speech so much in those places that they basically quelled any rebellion that would be further fueled by watching Americans say shit that we used to say. I'm saying if the U.S. even does come back strong, but then all these other countries decide that they're part of the new world order, does the U.S. have a yeah, chance at being able to help the globe become free again, you think? One, one, yeah. 100%, because I feel like America activates the rest of the world. And so, for, for instance, we saw that with Taiwan and Hong Kong. They, what flags were they raising when there was a threat yeah. of being then taken over? They were flying the American flag. They had signs about Trump out. What happened during? What happened yeah. with, the, with the Freedom Convoy in Canada? You saw that the, the fringe minority, yeah. which was really the fringe majority, come out. And, and that's where I think everyone realized that when, a, when there is a strong America, and it's, it basically gives the, the access for the rest of the world to say, holy shit, they're doing it. We can do it. And that's why people can rise up. And that's what, dude, when, what Canada did a couple of months ago and had Kami Trudeau himself scared to death where he had to literally lock down his entire city <laughs> because he, he left. And, he and, left. And not, he <laughs> left it and he blamed COVID. He blamed COVID and said, I tested positive for COVID, COVID went to an undisclosed location. And then you didn't, but you didn't, we didn't just see people, 50,000 trucks show up to the Capitol in Ottawa. You saw every single exit and every single highway and every street on the entire way going through Canada filled with signs and filled with people. People have realized that over the last two years that one, they've been lied to, but two, they're, and through this pain and through this suffering and through the last two and a half years of bullshit, people are finding their voice again. And as long as America stays strong, I, I believe, I mean, I, not to be, it sounds very prideful of America, but seriously, a strong America and is a safer place in the world. And it's that's a, why, a again, when, world. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a safe world, man. Because then, then we can call BS. Because then we can watch and go, hey, uh, it seems weird that you guys uh, chopped that dude's head off because he said that that, that movie sucked. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, you dude. know, like, yeah. like we they, all can clarify lo- that. Also, I, I think it's important too. I agree with all of that. Um, but I think it's important too that we have to recognize that a lot of the conflicts that America was introduced in over the last 50 years uh, were not in our people's interest. And yes. we cannot just be going and sending our young men and women to foreign places to die. Uh, yep. because a few people at the top are getting paid. That's yep. That shit has to stop. 
You yeah, know, that's this right. idea, this idea of, oh, it's for democracy and it's for freedom. That's cool. And I get that. But it, we have to it has to really be that it has to really yeah. actually be that. And I think that's the- I think Americans are starting to understand that concept, at least in my opinion. Well, on the left and the right, there's this idea for the last 60 years that's basically been the, like, if you talk to anybody that's been educated in, like, a liberal college, their first sentence is, America is evil. You should see what they've done in X, Y, Z. And it's like, hang on. That's not America. That's an asshole who was corrupt, who was bought, who was trying to generate wealth for his family in a really unjust way, and he used the American machine. But the ideals of America and the machine that it has are still not an evil thing. But I understand why you hate us for Libya. I understand why you hate us for Syria. I understand why you hate us for whatever. But that's not us. That's the bastards telling you to wear a mask. Not Exactly, bro. It's the same people that those people are championing. It's the people that they get behind. And once those people realize that it's those people doing the things that they actually hate, things will start changing. Or like when BlackRock came out against Elon just now. You saw the hand come out from behind the curtain, and all of a sudden Vanguard and BlackRock care about Twitter a whole bunch. You know, and it's (laughs) like, what the hell? And it's like, well, they pulled out. We pulled our giant, and then you had to pull your giant, but now we know which one of you bastards is the actual giant on the other side. It's like, oh, welcome. It's good to see you. That's how fast it can change, though. You see something like Twitter, and you know, we're, we look at Twitter and it's like you know, censorship and big tech, but boom, with just one thing of one switch of what Elon Musk did, Musk did now, everyone's like, holy shit, Twitter actually might be something amazing, which then you probably would put out true social out of business because everyone would just stay on Twitter if that actually ended up happening. But um, I just lost my train of thought because I was going to say something. Oh, the, the, going back to Andy, what you were, what you were talking about. Um, how we can't just blindly send our troops off because really at the end of the day it's for the federal government and their entire war crimes of everything that they're doing in the first place. But what was that UFC fighter? That video went viral when he was he was saying I would you know after he won he was doing a press conference and he said listen if they, if I will never go across seas for this corrupt government mm-hmm. but if they came to the 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 grass of Arkansas I will be the first person to defend my state and i think what that was a like that dude probably would never have had that thought or even that belief or value had what have happened over the last five to ten years how we've been lied about wars and all this bullshit but now america is picking that up which is which is the perfect example from what you just said he goes listen i ain't going that way but i will defend my home my country on my ground they come here We'll we'll be ready to put yeah, up. That's the delineation. That's, that's the delineation between yeah. their bullshit and their their ambitions that have been evil yeah. and are corrupt and terrible versus what this was originally supposed to be. Yeah, man, I agree. So freaking good. Well, uh, I'm going to ask you one last question. We'll we'll begin to wrap this thing up. For the average person that's out there, I mean, they're they're scared. They see what's going on, New World Order. We hear all the conspiracies. The dollar's not going to be the value of the same currency of oil and Russia and China and all this shit. I mean, you're a successful dude. You got, I mean, you talk about mental toughness a lot. That's something that you, I mean, you talk about you have to. And one thing that I, probably the one diamond I took away from your book, Andy, was that you said the way that you develop mental toughness is by putting yourself in positions of shit that you don't want to do. Um, and, and you've been, you have mastered this to the point where now you got all these businesses, you're one of the most successful dudes of the podcast, you're in all these different spaces. 
how are you preparing mentally and even financially or like if shit does hit the fan, what are a couple things that you're telling people and your listeners, hey, this is what I'm doing to prepare because I get questions every day due to my DMs. What do you, are you investing in crypto? Are you going with gold? Are you keeping your money in the dollar? Uh, should I invest in farm? Like what if, what are you telling your people um, when someone asks you that question? Because the new world order is a scary thing and a lot of, it's one of the main discussions that's happening right now. Yeah. Well, look, man, I think it's important, first of all, for everybody to understand there's still a lot they can control in their lives, right? Um, you can control what you eat. You can control how you move. You control what you read. You control your own skill development. Um, you can control how you treat people. You control what kind of example you want to set. There's way more shit that we can still control uh, than we can't. And I think it's important to remember that because right now the, the reason people feel so anxious is because there's nothing we can do, so to speak. But really, there is a lot we can do. And, um, you know, standing for what you believe, being vocal about what it is, because what's really missing here is the everyday person's voice uh, to support some of the people yeah. who are even out there uh, leading, leading the voices. So... You, we have to get uncomfortable for a little bit and understand, like, yeah, the next time they come through and they tell us to put that mask on for no reason, we got to tell them no. And that's uncomfortable. And it doesn't matter if they say this or that or this or whatever they call you. Um, when you agree that little kids aren't sh shouldn't be taught uh, how to do oral sex when they're five years old on, on, yeah. on other kids the same sex uh, – you need to speak about that. You need to show up. You need to get involved in your community, uh, meaning school boards, um, county councils, uh, local government. If you're not going to run for government, you should participate by going to it. Um, teaching your kids the right values inside the household right now, understanding that they shouldn't be living on video games. They should be doing things that are going to make them productive members of society. Um all of those things matter more than ever because what we're dealing with here is a culture, okay? And the culture has to be rebuilt and retaken, and yeah. that starts with bringing values uh, to ourselves and our own person, yeah. all right? That's way more important here than any financial advice I could give. So if we want to fix this long term for the course of generations, we have to start with the kids and we have to start with ourselves. And that means that maybe some of the things that we bought into on, on their agenda, maybe we don't do those things anymore, okay? Uh, you know, we have to start remembering there's a reason that we were taught this these things were right and these things were wrong. And maybe we shouldn't be uh, as ourselves being honest with ourselves and saying, how much of that am I replicating how much like for yeah. me dude i love hip-hop music bro i'm a i'm a hip-hop guy but i'm starting to realize what it's done to the world okay and i'm like fuck i really like to hear about slinging crack and 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 the smacking hose but that's probably not the right thing for people to hear about <laughs> yeah. and so like right. I've, I've had to start i've had to start you know really auditing my own self and i think we all if i think we all need to do that so i think that's the first thing that we need to do is 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 to really examine become, ourselves. It, really it's become competent people yes. who are seeking the furtherance of a society yes. for it to have less suffering later it's, on it's common sense bro but it but we've lost it you know so where do we right. get it back and this is this is where we get back as far as financial advice 
You know, it's a tough time right now, man. Most people in this country, most people in this country right now are running out of money between their paychecks. Like, so, so like the idea of investing or hedging for them, you, those people are just going to have to ride it out, dude. And like, they're going to have to get prepared with some food, some, some ammunition, just some of those things, just in case. I don't think we're going to get there. Okay. But you should be prepared. I'm prepared. My team's prepared. Our people are prepared. We're always prepared for those things. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't want that to happen. I don't want violence to happen. I don't think it's necessary at this point, but it's going that way still. And, um, but for someone that has, you know, financial, uh, you know, let's say you have liquid cash available. I don't know. And I'll be honest, as much as I know, I don't know enough about digital currency to make a recommendation on that. So I stay away from it. I, I put liquid in, in assets, man. Like I'm, I'm hedging with assets, you know, those things are like property, those things are like gold, um, things like that. Uh, but, good. you know, it's it's just very, very difficult times right now. I, I personally, I'm not a financial expert. I don't, I'm not giving you financial advice. If you fuck your whole life from what I'm about to say, <laughs> that's you, not me, okay? But I like gold a lot. I like gold a lot, all right? Um, I like silver a lot. I like those kind of things a lot because... Not only are they good ways to hedge against inflation, but they're useful if shit were to hit the fan. Okay. Alcohol is also useful. Alcohol and cigarettes. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Those things are useful in a collapsed society. And, you know, maybe watching some survival YouTubes, maybe just getting yourself familiar with uh, the idea. With with one bug out plan. Yeah. Like, how would you survive with no power? How would you survive with no internet? What would you do? What, yeah. Those kind of things are just good to know, period, because a tornado could come or a natural disaster. I mean, it's just good to know those things anyway. Um, you know, but I, I, think, uh, I, I, think, I think the better way to look at this, guys, is to look at it as the opportunity. So, so I'm prepared for all of those things, but I am not drowning myself and the idea, and I'm implementing those things I talked about culturally in my own existence, uh, you know, but I don't think that we should look at it that way as a whole in America. I think the way we should look at it at this point in time is as an opportunity to literally create all the things that we Americans can do in the way that reflects what most of us believe here, you know, 80 plus percent of us. So I, I think I think if we focus on that and be prepared and go on the offensive on that, that's the best, that's the best overall strategy. I think everybody could abide by in my opinion, but your, your mic's off my uh, point out the giant elephant in the room, point it out and go, Hey, you know how all your media comes from the dudes who control. I said, well, I said, we need to point out the elephant in the room, like tell everybody, Hey, you know how all your media comes from people who are literally sponsored by Pfizer to give you objective opinions about Pfizer. Doesn't that sound stupid? Awesome. Here's another thing that doesn't take money from Pfizer. That's telling you what, what the hell happened about Pfizer. You know, you can choose for $1 a month, you know, like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I think there's all, I, I think it would be cool if, um, somehow there was a media platform created um, because dude, here's the thing. The reason this all works is because the average person has a reasonable belief that what's on TV has to be true. That's a reasonable belief for Americans to have. We should be able, we should be able to watch the news, the news, 
and say that's got to by le- by law that has to be true. Like they cannot. We we that's a reasonable belief. And the problem is is that they violated that reasonable belief that we all had uh, and that trust that we had. Yep. And so now. They can't get it back, but that's and that's a bad thing. But but dude, I think we could rebuild in a way um, everything to where it's based off of that reasonable uh, assumption that we all have. Yeah, there's, and, and there's a recent poll. I don't that have came the exact. There's, yeah, there's a recent poll that came out. Twenty eight percent of Americans trust the mainstream media. I mean, that is a shattering number to the point why we we see the ratings. But I mean, are, dude, so for you, and, and we'll wrap this up here in a second. For you, are you preparing? Because again, you're saying that the in every in every communist movement back with Russia, Cuba, China, wherever they they always go after the loud, most influential voices first. And I mean, if there was a podcast that would come down off of Apple, it, I mean, I feel like you'd be on the top five list because you are a powerful person. So I mean, what do you, are you preparing for for something to? Have your own platform in a sense where if they did censor you, yeah, you can still get your message I've out. I had my own platform built for two, two, two years, two plus oh, years. Shit. So they can okay. kick me off at any time. It doesn't matter. I've already got it built. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's it's not on the same servers that Parler was on, is it? No, it's on my, <laughs> on my own servers. No, I'm just kidding. Remember yeah, Parler? No, though? Badass. Look, look, man. I'm I'm <laughs> 50 steps ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I love Sorry, it. I had, to burn, right, I had to burn parlor real quick. They earned it. <laughs> Dude, that was that guys was check serious. it out. Totally new, f- totally free speech platform. Amazon's like change it or we'll kill you. They're like ah oh, oh, man. part of being uh, able to to be free to do whatever you want is you have to pass up on uh, business deals with companies that will leverage that against you. So, like, I think companies are now starting to understand that, you know, Amazon uh, will leverage against you if you do things that they don't like. And so for that reason, and and all these platforms, I I think there's a lot, like, I mean, dude, with with, with the business I'm in, we deal with social media influencers more than anybody else. And even these people are starting to understand the importance of having their own place because at any given moment um yeah you know they could take your whole life and so yeah that's why i haven't posted in two years like i'm not investing any more in these platforms than what i have to and that's why um you know i'm prepared for sure well the one and the one time you did the one time you did I remember a couple months ago, you you made a post and they deleted it when you posted about the bugs life and all the ants coming yeah. together. Yeah. And they freaking banned that freaking post because, I mean, again, they they're watching. It was a cartoon. A cartoon from and that we watched it when we were kids. Yeah. We wa- and they literally said, "Nope, you're not allowed to talk about that because they are they are scared of us. They are yes. scared of the people coming together, and that's what they're trying to stop. That's the point of the censorship. Yes. That's a point 100%. of the, the mainstream media, the politics, the BLM, the entire hijack of that movement. They are scared to see the black community and the white community yes. and the Hispanic community coming together mm-hmm. and actually saying, holy shit, they have been used. They have, they have manipulated, manipulated us and used our pain, use our, our past to basically use it against each other so that we're distracted while they're screwing us over in DC. 
But I think the time of what you're saying, Andy, is coming, man, where everyone is starting to realize that and we're looking across the aisle and say, yo, we're on the same Well, because none yeah. of this shit would happen in a normal scenario. If there was 100 people in a room and three people were super loud and were talking about somebody's kids and, and talking about how they should be able to pick their own gender, 97 yeah. other people would be like, uh, that's the stupidest thing I've heard. Stop talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that, that's how it would work. But because there's yeah. all this digital defense mechanisms for bad ideas, yeah. they're able to pretend that it's a better idea than it is. Well, dude, in reality, it's not. They use technology to create that perception all the time. I right. mean, bro, these people use bot farms to boost up the traffic on their posts so that they appear like every dude. If you go in some of these uh, far left progressive like posts uh, that the media puts out, bro, the comments are all fake. Yes, like, yeah, they are. So, so You're you right. have to start to understand where, where, where are these people in real life, and how many of them are there really? And my guess is there's about ten percent of America. At the most. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. The, cause you'll see them with the same exact font and everything where they're yes. like, I actually, pre I actually prefer to wear my mask on the airlines. I'm sad that this went down. So, and then four, <laughs> four comments later, same guy yes. or different guy, same, same sentence. Message. You're like, right. ah, so did you guys take $6.9 million of taxpayer dollars? Are you part of the bullshit thing that they, to help us encourage the other bullshit with, <laughs> with compliance to COVID nonsense, dude. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's, it's with you hundred percent. where we're at. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Andy, man, for real, thank you so much for taking the time. I mean, our community yeah, guys, really was fun about it. Yeah. And uh, you're, I mean, you're welcome anytime. And uh, seriously, keep, keep going. I'll be listening to your podcast and uh, we appreciate it. Ross, you got anything you want to say before we wrap this thing up? No, nah, man, Andy, thanks so much for coming on, man. Excited to be on the front lines with you trying to fight for what we believe is probably one of the last beacons of what reduces the amount of human suffering that is possible, which is allowing for freedom. I'm stoked that you're fighting, man. I'm, I'm honored to be talking with you, someone that actually has the resources, that hasn't bent the knee to bail, <laughs> and, is, you know, <laughs> and that is actually trying to fight the good fight for freedom and stuff, man. I'm excited about that. Thank you for coming on here. And I mean it when I say I'd love to work with you. If there's something you can think of where you go, <laughs> I can see this dude doing X, Y, Z, and it's worth my time to tell him about it, freaking tell me, bro, because right, I'm ready to win. <laughs> we'll do. I appreciate we, it, we guys. Love Thanks it. for having me on. I had a really good time. Dude, don't hang up because we have to finish the recording in a second. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, don't don't hang up. And if you're listening, don't forget, go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Check out our fearless community. Every Tuesday night we got a Bible study. Wednesday nights we got community night where we go over the Constitution and teach you your rights. And so don't forget the link in the description. Also, if you want to check out Andy's podcast, there's in the description we got the link. So make, I'm telling you, you guys got to follow Andy's podcast because half the stuff I talk about on this podcast, it comes from listening on his podcast. So seriously, check out Real AF Podcast. Oh, Andy, what's your website also? It's just andyforsella.com. andyforsella.com. Check it out. We'll put all the links in the description. We'll see you next week. God bless you guys. Peace.